Whoa, I hit recorded job, you can't ignore it. I'm transforming now, these cars and planes, I'm always boarding. Just out touring down in Charlotte, like I play for Hornets. When I'm performing, never boring, now you can't afford it. Champagne, Perrier, finish friends on my face. Looking like I'm from the D, D's no Cartier's. Pockets deep, 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 bro. I can make it in my seat, bro. Do you and doing me, bro. Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Carissa. And I'm Keely. And we are so glad you're joining us again for another episode. So today we are going to be talking about generations, kind of, yeah, and yeah. also music. music mm-hmm. And Olivia Rodrigo's new album. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Okay. So, so. <laughs> so Olivia Rodrigo, if you don't know, she is pretty new to the scene um she is both an actress and a singer uh probably most known for uh, initially most known for her role on the disney plus series high school musical the musical the series yeah, i don't know why they did that name. it's kind of annoying to me yeah honestly it's actually a pretty good show it is i started like the first two episodes and i i don't know i think i need to give it more of a chance it's just a weird vibe why it's I like i watched it it's like vibes that are different than I was expecting, but it seems good. I think I need to give it another try. I wouldn't have watched it, but my friend told me it was good. and Because I thought it sounded so stupid and corny, but it's like, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Or like the first season was at least. I'm not sure about the second season. But anyway, she's an actress, um, a singer. Uh, her first hit, her first original song was Driver's License, mm-hmm. which talked the billboards pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's a great song if you haven't heard it. And she's also blown up on TikTok. Literally, sure. <laughs> every single she released for her album has been like yeah. viral. On she's TikTok. like Doja. Like, TikTok mm-hmm. really helps her career. Seriously. But she's also just really talented in general, so good for her. But her new album, Sour, is what we're going to start with today. Yeah. She's also from California, and mm. she's half white, half Filipino. Not that that like really matters, but context. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, okay. Album sour. Yes. <laughs> so her singles for the album were "Good for You," "Deja Vu," and "Driver's License." Okay. But like, hmm? I said okay. Oh. <laughs> Did you? What were your favorite songs on the album? Um, I mean, "Driver's License" it's a classic at this point, yeah. but probably I really like "Brutal" mm-hmm. and "Happier." Um. Those are probably my favorite, too. Okay. I actually do really like Happier. I mm-hmm. forgot to write that down. But I like all the ones that were released as singles. And okay. I like Traitor and, like you said, Happier, too. Um, some people... I don't know. I don't know if I'm... I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about this. But some people are saying she's, like, an industry plant because of, like, her... Which is, like... I mean, I guess that's a textbook definition. I of mean, like, yeah. Like, a lot of people are... But, like, I just see people hating on her on, like, Twitter. Isn't that anyone who was on Disney? Like, what are they going to yeah. say about, like, Demi or Miley? Like, Literally, the... like, it's just the textbook definition of what an industry yeah. is. Like, you got to start somewhere, I And guess, is whatever. that a problem if you make good music? Yeah. I think people just think, because, like, I saw, like, she, I think she, it was Drake. She, like, beat him for number one oh. spot. Oh, I see. I think. But does Drake have new, new music out? No, I don't think so. Okay, maybe he may have been on GJ Khaled's thing. Oh, that must be. But like, I just saw some people like mad in the comments about how she got number one and like, who is she? And I was like, okay, anyway. I mean, yeah, I get, I get why people are annoyed, but also she's like extremely talented, so yeah. I can only be so mad. Right. <laughs> but um, so the hit, the single "Good for You" is the one that got a lot of attention of like both Gen Z and millennials mm-hmm. because. I told Akili like all the time whenever I would hear it, I'd be like, this sounds so much like, like the chorus sounds so much like misery business. Like, did mm. she sample it? <laughs> she didn't sample it, but like she did, she is influenced from Haley Williams and Paramore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is one of her songs that, oh, one of her songs that reached number one and then Driver's License also reached number one. And then the whole album itself topped the billboard. Good for her. Yeah, good 18. For her. I know. She's so young. 
Yeah, that's why I was saying she reminds me of Billie Eilish because Billie Eilish yeah. was also she was under eighteen yeah. and she blew up and then she got like a bunch of Grammys. I'm sure she has a bunch of Grammys. Olivia has a bunch coming her way as mm-hmm. well, but like really reminds me of it and similar like themes as well. Yeah, how old is Billie? Wasn't she like sixteen? Yeah, she was really young. She was. Yeah, that's probably a lot of pressure, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're both really talented. But um, you know, a lot of people are saying that. Not saying, but, like, it's kind of believed that a lot of the reason her album reached number one other than, like, obviously the great songs is because of the cross-generational influence. Mm. And that really kind of came in when Good For You was released as a single because of, like, like I said, the comparison to, like, people like Paramore and Haley Williams. And Mm. honestly, though, I think even when Driver's License came out, I feel like even that had... It wasn't as cross-generational, but it definitely had generational vibes, like some kid getting their light driver's license and like their teenage romance and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even from the beginning, she kind of pulled at those like, I don't know, generational strings. Yeah. I think this one just got the attention of like, Mm -hmm. like everyone knew what driver's license was because it was so big. But this one just like people were like, oh, like we have another like female rocker on our hands or whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I really like that song. Um... But yeah, I think for a lot of the younger people of like Gen Z, she's mm-hmm. kind of their like, maybe not first, but like one of their like most prominent like influences like in that genre. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, I feel like there's other people there. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, Post Malone or someone like, I feel like there's other people, yeah. but he's older. So it's a little harder. I yeah. feel like for people to relate. And also just like female I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like, female. I feel like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there hasn't really been. I think it's someone. been a minute. Yeah. Had, like, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it really is unfortunate. But, um, yeah, so her whole album as a whole, I didn't think was similar to, like, had those vibes, but, like, because of, like, that song and just yeah. because, like, the whole album itself was good, I think that's, like, a reason why it reached number one. That's true. Brutal was also pretty rocky in its, like, vibes as well. Mm. Yeah, I think that one was a personal favorite of mine just because... I felt like it was the most relatable one in terms of like my high school experience and even my experience right now, because she was just saying how like uh, it was a lot about like anxiety and feeling pressure to like be a certain way and like people telling her, oh, these are your golden years and how she hates people telling that to her because it's annoying and like there's so much going on. And she was like, I can't even parallel park like (laughs) everything's happening. And then she's like, God, it's brutal out here. And it is like literally this world sucks. And everyone's telling you to enjoy your youth and such. And it's like, there's so many other things that are happening in your life as a kid and in high school. So, like, I thought that was more relatable than driver's license. Because driver's license was more, um, well, first, I've had my license for a while. But also, like, she was just, like, driving through the suburbs and, like, moping about a boy. And I just can't relate. That one was more like a, like a sad love song yeah it was was. but like i do relate to brutal actually because like you're always like like this is the best time of your life you'll be having fun like okay (laughs) can you pay all my bills (laughs) can you give me money so i can go on trips all the time right they still say that now when we're in college (laughs) or out of college yeah it's so annoying like get a clue (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i agree with like not being able to relate as much to driver's license Mm. although Okay, I've literally never even been in a real relationship. <laughs> when I have crushes, I act like I am. And when I get like, <laughs> when I get my feelings hurt, I listen to songs like that mm. and I'm like, I can relate, even though yeah. I I know I can't, but I think I can. So like in high school, like I would just like listen <laughs> like That's like true. that would be like mm. not my real experience, but like I just had some pretty some pretty deep crushes in high school and <laughs> I didn't I, even have deep crushes in high school. Like, I I I don't know. I didn't like the people in my high school. They were fair, annoying. And so I like I just I was not. I also I don't know. Uh, I have a feeling it also had to do with like race and stuff as uh, well. I fair. feel like I was just not someone who because she had like two exes already, Olivia, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I was not doing that in high school. Yeah. But. I mean, I understand there's some people who can relate to that. It's just mm-hmm. not I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I guess technically I can't. Also, I was hit in high school. so what, Hit? Under- oh, oh, hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you were literally hit. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, I would, no, it was not great. But like, I had a crush like every year. I, uh, I love what? having crushes. 
I would love to. Wish I have my questions are so spread out. It's whatever though. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So another. I also just like she was super honest in her songs because mm. I feel like when people do breakup songs, they try to be like I don't know the better person, but especially happier. She was like. Yeah, I want you to be happy, but, like, I don't want you to be happier yeah. than you. I just really like that. And mm-hmm. even Deja Vu, I was like, yeah, that is kind of what happens. Like, mm-hmm. they just go and do the same things with someone else. Yeah. And she even said, like, she was like, I want this to be, like, a little messy. Like, I want to cause some trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which it did, actually. Because <laughs> um, it just caused a lot of drama. Drama Like, two, like, one of her ex-boyfriends responded and, like, a girl that he's alleged who was allegedly dating. I don't even know, I think but he like is dating that new person. Whatever, it doesn't even yeah, matter. Yeah, but like, like <laughs> I don't like, care about their business. They both like release songs responding mm-hmm. to driver's license. So like, I mean, whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> it did cause some drama, but like, I thought I liked how she was telling her truth too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think of a lot of other songs that I like. I don't necessarily like them because I can relate to yeah, like Trader. Like, I like a lot, but like I can't really relate <laughs> that much to that one. And then also like I mean, good for you, I guess. Like I don't know if I'm like mm-hmm. pissed off. Like yeah, and I can like relate to some old when I was in high school, some teen angst. Yeah, <laughs> I also think I can relate to it in terms of friendships, like friendships yeah. that fell apart. Yeah. And I'm just like good for you. You're happy. Like I'm upset, or even mm-hmm. just with um. What do you call it? What's the what's we were just talking? What's the name of the song? <laughs> um, uh, brutal. Happier. Oh, Even with happier, happier, like ex friends, I'm like, I don't know if I want you to be happy, <laughs> which is horrible. But it just depends on what they did. Like if they yeah, did you bold, then did. I don't think uh, then <laughs> I don't think that's like wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's. It's, it was interesting because I was looking it up and Olivia, she doesn't even see herself as a pop artist, which I, makes sense because, like, I don't know, like, her album, I wouldn't say it's, like, a pop album. No. I feel like it had, like, a like a lot of the songs, like, had different feels to them, yeah. and I thought that was cool. And I like how, like, she incorporated, like, some different genres in there and just, like, you know, she didn't care. She was doing her own thing. Yeah. And I, my thing is, if I didn't, like, I didn't love all the songs like mm-hmm. that, but if I didn't love the songs... I did like the lyrics, and so I think that was just enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't say it was pop either. Yeah. Overall, she's just really talented, even for her age. Mm-hmm. So best of luck to her. Yeah. I think another thing I was thinking about, though, before we move on, <laughs> is I thought she was very good at talking about like the stress of being young and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not happy in high school like it was just stressful even like applying to colleges I remember crying about it like it was horrible and I just feel like she really just kind of hinted at that and even like in college and stuff too I'm just like yeah like it's not always fun yeah honestly I would say my college college experience I was more like stressed that's like when my anxiety like my mental health like kind of declined like in college like in high school I was like I guess I was kind of chilling but like (laughs) My junior year was, like, the worst, but, like, I would say college is where I experienced most of that. I didn't really, like, in terms of, like, college applications, I'm not going to lie. Like, I wasn't tripping. (laughs) I should have been. Oh, my gosh. I should have been, but I was like, whatever. Like, (laughs) yeah, I can't, I cannot relate. I was, it was just not fun. Like, they just put so much pressure on it, and it was like, ugh, I... I would never want to go back to high school. Oh, yeah. Even though I have been re- reminiscing with her album, I wouldn't want to go back to those times. <laughs> I, I wouldn't either. Like, I, I said, like, I probably struggled more with mental health in college than I did in high school. But, like, the thought of going back to high school makes me want to vomit. Like, <laughs> ew. Like, it was just, no. No, 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 no. During the time, I was fine. I was, like, whatever. But, like, just thinking uh, back. I wasn't even time fine during the time. I'd rather eat my own vomit back up than go back to <laughs> That was too much. But that's how I feel. It's disgusting. Yeah. But I do appreciate how she does talk a little bit about, like, the struggles and, like, anxiety that she goes through. And I feel like that's something that Generation Z is doing a better job of Mm -hmm. than past generations. Because, you know, people, generations before us, they struggled a lot with mental health, but it was not... It was considered taboo, and it wasn't yeah. talked about, like, at all. And, you know, they suffered from it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think 
even like even joking about stress and things mm-hmm. that are happening i feel like gen z does a good job of like calling attention to it as well and even like um just things like medication and things like that like people are way more open about it and it's just like normal mm-hmm. and i think that like makes us unique and special <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like on like tiktok and twitter mm-hmm. twitter like where we joke about like never mind i'm not gonna say that on air yeah. but like just like <laughs> inappropriate jokes about mental health which yeah. is like funny because like a lot of people like can relate and you know it's not to say that we don't our generation z doesn't struggle with mental health because we still do but i think talking about it is obviously a great step in the right direction yeah which kind of relates to why she blows up so much on tiktok because she just she has so much content for people to use yeah. and like talk about and compare it to their own lives mm. and then just in general i just think like i don't think we're more stressed than other generations mm. but i do think we have like unique stressors like mass shootings yeah. or a global pandemic and things that like <laughs> are not the same as generations before us that give us kind of a unique perspective mm-hmm. and we were actually meant to like like generation z was meant to be doing like the best out of like all the generations really? and then the pandemic hit <laughs> and then screwed us over yeah. and, and like a, a lot of gen z people struggled from like especially like the older half of gen z mm-hmm. like younger 20s like they struggled a lot with like uh finances and stuff for from the pandemic understandably and, yeah Ugh. Yeah, the pandemic really screwed us over. Class yep. of 2021. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> so unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is a good part yeah. to transition. Um, so when we come back from our unique commercial <laughs> break, we are going to talk a little bit more about Generations and focus a little bit more on Generation Z and what it, it's like to be on the cusp of that. Commercials quite yet, so we just wanted to do a little shameless self promotion. Um, I have my own blog at cupofteablogging.com. Uh, I talk Cute. about a lot of thank you, sorry. I talk about <laughs> a lot of different things on there. I have a lot of different topics ranging from uh, no, there's I talk about a lot of things. I talk about health, sexuality, a lot of things. Just go check it out and yes. I read it. I I promote it for her. I say it's great. Has some. You. It's a great way to get to know her. <laughs> also, um, we have it linked on our website as well. So if you want to like check out her stuff there, um, for my self promotion, I do some poetry writing on the side. Also some nice. fiction. Don't have it all published, but I also have that linked on the website. I have like a poetry collection called Ask Her Name. It's basically, it's like Afrofuturism and it's like talking about a female, black female heroine who, uh, it's, she's in like this parallel universe kind of. So like things happen in the real world, but like she explores it differently. So it's like narrative poetry. I would love if you read it. (laughs) So that's our shameless plug. I hope you liked our fake commercial. off by just for some people who may not be super familiar just the years that uh characterize millennials versus gen z so millennials are 1981 through 1996 whereas generation z are is 1997 through 2015 however a lot of times these years varied but i think this is the most widely accepted one where gen z starts in 97 yeah um so 
I want to talk a little bit about what characterizes both of these. And honestly, I was surprised to see how similar they were really? when doing research. Yeah, just because like, I don't know, Gen Z always makes fun of millennials. And it's just kind of funny to see like the similarities. <laughs> but um, when talking about generations, I feel like a lot of times we always rely on generalizations and stereotypes, including including like fashion trends, uh, music interests, stuff like that. But a lot of things also focus on the impacts that they've had on society or in society. So millennials, for example, are seen as socialists and more likely to be like vocal about social issues than the generations before them. I thought literal socialists, like economically. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't, they are more likely to lean more towards Mm -hmm. socialism. And they're also a very diverse group and just seen as more optimistic in general. Whereas Gen Z also has a lot of those characteristics, including that they're very diverse, vocal about social issues. But I would say they, but a lot of sources say they are a little more progressive, or I guess we are a little more Mm. progressive than millennials are. And then, of course, the technology factor, whereas social media and internet is something that has, you know, given us more leeway to do things like and to be more vocal about like social issues and stuff like that so do so are millennials more or less passionate about social issues than than gen z i think it's like the same but we approach it in different ways okay i always thought it was i i don't know why i always thought it was gen z was more like uh use the horrible term woke or like more aware of issues and like i don't know going out on the streets and doing stuff yeah i did too honestly but like Hmm. the research that like the research shows that like millennials are just as passionate but i feel like this focuses a lot on like millennials that are probably younger Hmm. (laughs) and that are like those that age like that are probably near the cusp also of gen z and how vocal they are but i feel like um gen z is more likely to do so like through social media and they're more likely excuse me more likely to be like more active instead of doing like protests i'm not like bashing protests or anything Mm -hmm. but like more than like just protests and like shutting things out oh gen z is more likely to do more than that mm -hmm. uh yeah Hmm. um Yes, so that, and then another reason for the years between, like, the cutoff years and, like, the starting years between millennials and Gen Z has to do with historical events, too, and, like, political events. Mm. So, in our case, the start year was 1997, and that is because they figured that people born in 97 were less likely, or were not likely at all to remember the events of 9-11. Yeah, I didn't know this, but... um, They said that if you're born in 1996 or later, you can't process what the world was like before those attacks. And so basically they were saying that, yeah, Generation Z, for Generation Z, the war on terror has always been like the norm for us, Mm. which is not wrong. Yeah. You know what? That's kind of interesting. I wonder if they're going to like when they, maybe they've already done the next generation, but it'll kind of make sense to cut one off like right after the or the pandemic because I just yeah. feel like the world's different and they would not I don't think anyone's gonna understand yeah. what it was like before pandemic I and now yeah and I was always curious on like how they cut it off because I was like because I was always like curious because like I've always been on the cusp yeah. I'm like where do they like get these from and right. like, it was interesting <laughs> to know like exactly like that's what they were thinking huh. but like in addition to that it was stuff like technological advancements like mm. the state of the economy like go- global politics stuff that makes sense yeah Okay, that's, I did not know that's how they did it, but it makes, because it always seemed really arbitrary, like, mm-hmm. what, what does that even yeah, mean? Same. Huh. So, that kind of relates to our here's the thing point, and, like, the idea of what makes someone Gen Z and what makes someone not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, here's the thing. Gen Z, as a generation, um, has a unique set of experiences, and Olivia Rodrigo's album Sour is a great example of what it means to be uh, Gen Z, but she also doesn't represent all of Gen Z. Like, there are people like Teresa and I who are on the cusp and, like, we have just different experiences when it comes to, like, age and then also just race, class, and a variety of other things. Um, So if we take a closer look at Gen Z and the diversity within it, we can reveal a more nuanced and, and, like, understanding of a generation of young people who are already influential in the world but, like, becoming increasingly so. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, as she mentioned, we are both kind of considered on the cusp. Mm. I'm a year older, so I'm 98. 
but I've always kind of felt like, like I do identify more with Generation Z, but there are some things that I, I don't know, that I just like, sometimes I feel like a millennial. <laughs> and like one thing in particular for me is technology. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not bad with technology like at all. Like I can work a computer, I can work my phone. But there are some things that like, honestly, a lot of my friends can <laughs> attest to this that like on TikTok, I'm like, literally, how do you post a video? Literally like, how do you do this green screen? I don't get it. And like editing like, the podcast. That <laughs> too. And because the Kiwi edits my podcast, like, I would not have a clue. And, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, just being on social media so much. Like I am, I could say I'm on social media like a good amount. But, like, there are, like, a lot of younger people who I feel like they have, like, they're either influencers or, like, they have their own business on social media. And, like, I just literally, like, I I don't get how they do it because <laughs> I just can't be on it for that long because I just get bored. But, like, it's not even just, like, I'm, ugh, I feel like I sound like a millennial. You do? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's kind of gross, but it's so gross. <laughs> But that's one thing. But anyway, <laughs> also my I have a younger sister and she is about to turn twelve actually, mm-hmm. like really soon. And she's also Gen Z. But when I tell you, is our she experiences, in the middle of Gen Z or is she on like the cusp at the end of Gen Z? She's in the middle because okay. she was two thousand nine. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> weird. but it's so weird because our experiences are so really? like drastically different. Mm-hmm. Like. The sh- like, she doesn't even know some of the artists that I listened to growing mm-hmm. up. She doesn't know, like, the shows that I used to watch. And also, I don't know, it's just so strange to think that we're, like, both a Gen Z. I guess when you think it, I guess it maybe it's more than just culture, though. It's also, like, mm-hmm. like world events and stuff. Yeah, so that's true. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to think of more things of, like, my experience as a cusper. <laughs> But, um, I can talk about mine and if you think of things. Okay, I'm gonna think. Okay. So, I'm kind of, like, a little bit different than Trista. So, I'm 99. So, I'm still a cusper, but, like, I guess a little bit less so. But I definitely feel like I'm Gen Z. Like, I just don't feel like I can relate to millennials. In my mind, they're, like, old people who have real jobs. (laughs) Like, they're working a nine-to-five. They're drinking coffee and wine, and they're just not like me. (laughs) Um, And I feel like they're, I don't know, I don't want to say they're whining, but they just kind of complain about how hard they have it. And I'm just like, we literally have a pandemic in Gen Z. I also don't think, like, I just feel like, do millennials even know how to text and use emojis? Like, I just don't feel like I can relate to them as human beings. <laughs> like, there are some of them in some ways. Like, I, people make jokes about, like, millennials liking Harry Potter. And I like Harry Potter. So, okay, maybe we can relate on that. But I just, I don't feel like I'm, like, in it. But I also do feel a little separate because I feel like, I think of Gen Z as, because they're all younger than me. <laughs> So I feel like they're, like, my, like, little siblings, but I can still relate to them, if that makes sense. Um, I also feel, like, my viewpoint in terms of, like, the outlook on world, I don't want to say it's, like, pessimistic, but it feels more like an impending doom of, like, dead and, like, crisis happening. And I feel like that's more relatable for Gen Z. And I also relate to the way Gen Z kind of copes with stress through, like, humor and stuff like that. I just really like, like especially tiktok comment sections i just feel like i vibe with it so hard and i really like it and i like how um like uh, socially aware and active and really like holding people accountable to things i just really love gen z i find them so inspiring so i i really relate and millennials are just there (laughs) yeah i i think it's more so that i don't feel super like I feel connected to Gen Z Mm. but sometimes I feel like a little disconnected and like I'm out of touch then it's more so that than I feel connected to millennials I don't think I've ever felt a connection (laughs) to millennials because like I mean you know me like the way I Mm -hmm. live my life like I'm not sure I would say that's millennial (laughs) (laughs) definitely not yeah and yeah I couldn't really think of anything else I feel like all the things that you said though like I resonate with Mm -hmm. like the jokes on like the TikTok. Like yeah. I know how to like work TikTok. It's just like the nitty gritty stuff I mm. don't get. 
And that's really like the only thing. And I guess, okay, so my, I guess my friend group right now yeah. is like, I'm the oldest one. Okay. And like, there are like some shows that like you and Lauren like mm. watch, like, like stuff like Ant Farm. Like I didn't watch that. Oh. And like, I don't know it's why. It's only a year between us. I know, but it's like so weird. <laughs> I also think like, we just had different like, I don't know, cultural upbringings as I well. So. Like, I think that may have also played a role in it. Yeah. Because, like, Shake It Up, I didn't watch Shake It Up. I didn't watch, like, yeah. Yeah, Like, I just didn't watch stuff like that. But I think that could be, like, due I to also, some culture. Exactly. I feel like the way these generations are defined lean more towards, like, a white lens. And yeah, I think, sure. like, not that my upbringing was white. Far from it. But I do think I was more, like, I was more suburban and, like, in the, and I was watching Disney and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't watching MTV like you were. Mm-hmm. So I think that may... B, why I can relate a little more to, like, some parts of Gen Z because mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, defined through a white lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really agree that it is defined through that. I did watch, like, Disney Channel, like, Sweet Life of, like, Zach and Cody. Mm-hmm. Like, that generation, like, I was always watching Disney Channel yeah. and, like, Nickelodeon. It's just, like, good the times. really good times. <laughs> it's just, like, the other stuff. And mm-hmm. I guess the only way that I do identify with, ew, gross, with millennials is, like, <laughs> through, like, music mm-hmm. and, like, maybe TV shows, because, like, I think a lot of that does have to do with my upbringing, probably, because, like, like I said, like, when I was younger, I think when I was in, like, third grade and my sister was in fourth grade, we used to watch MTV music videos before school, like, literally every single day. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so, like, just the music that I listen to is, like, sometimes older, Mm. I guess, but, like, I still, like, listen to, like, new age music, too. Before school, I was watching George Lopez. You know, uh, and like you know how I would go on Nick, and it was like I don't even know how to sing this. Yeah, because <laughs> it was I would be up early and like I wasn't around to watch TV, but I would turn my TV on anyway because um, what are they gonna do about it? And it was George Lopez, and he was like he was jumping through the air, and like that's just what I remember, or like the nanny or something. Oh, <laughs> that's what nanny. I was watching before school. That's the stuff I would watch at night. Yeah, <laughs> and like wake up in the middle. Of the night. <laughs> that's something like everyone can dearly relate to. yeah <laughs> but um yeah i would say that's probably my experience as a cusper yeah if something else like if something else comes into mind i'll be sure to bring that up but for now that's all i can think of <laughs> i'm curious like so i i don't know if people remember but there was like this tweet that went viral that had like screenshots of like a tiktok section or a tiktok comment section where like gen z was roasting millennials and i'm curious if like <laughs> if you find these some of these jokes funny okay. from them um <laughs> so okay so one let me first start with a tweet that isn't related to that <laughs> but it says why do millennials think we like them like we are not <laughs> friends emily <laughs> so funny and then like okay so these are some of the ones from the um <laughs> the tweet it says uh they be 34 talking about i'm a hufflepuff like grow up and do a line of coke already <laughs> i just was like dang sometimes i say my house <laughs> you, you want to know when that really got to me <laughs> they said wait until they talk about this on their podcast <laughs> This is our last episode. Right. <laughs> I can't be seen as a millennial. That's disgusting. No. <laughs> um, there's some other ones. This <laughs> is um, they're 29 year olds and they're running purely on caffeine and quirkiness. <laughs> Ew, why did that make me cringe? <laughs> uh, or people that say adulting. <laughs> they are people that say they're millennials, the only people I've heard that say. That's so funny. <laughs> But I just found some of these, like, I just, they were hilarious. The podcast one, it hurt my feelings a little bit. But everything else I thought were just really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not like them. It's okay. Yeah, no, we're Gen Z, thankfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of Gen Z, I wanted to, we can transition a little more into music again. Um, so I was just doing some looking it up, like, what Gen Z music tastes are. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of, like, our top art well first of all we were pretty diverse in comparison to like past generations Mm -hmm. in terms of like 
music genres more so meaning that like we don't really have like one specific genre that we want probably to... because we have more access to like yeah music we yeah. have all the music in the world at our fingertips yeah and it said like one reason is because of like we get a lot of our music from like online stuff mm. like recommendations like even like tiktok like twitter like stuff like that yeah. like we get a ton of like music from it but um yeah it was more diverse and this is probably not important but i thought it was interesting how we were the first generation that didn't have rock in like our top five like most really? favorite genres yeah i thought it was, that makes sense yeah, yeah i feel like we don't have like the bands like the rock bands that no. like were in the past like we don't really have that anymore not quite yeah but some of the top listen artists for us were ed sheeran taylor swift beyonce drake bts ariana grande and stormzy which i thought i listened to stormzy but i thought it was a little like storm he's a he's a british rapper okay but i thought yeah i thought it was random because i feel like he's not like that feels really random in comparison to everything else. Yeah, I thought it was really <laughs> random, but like I was like, okay. Yeah. And then like just in general, it was funny because Gen Z is more inclined to listen to sad songs. Oh. <laughs> Which is, I mean, like I'm not gonna lie, like I I like sad songs. Yeah. Something about them, but like we a lot a lot of our uh, I didn't write that down the percentage, but I think it was like seventy something mm-hmm. percent of us listen to sad songs. Dang. And like that was like our like uh like what topped the charts and like the billboard a lot of them were sad songs i mean it kind of makes sense just in the sense that people talk more about mental health and gen z but also yeah. in the sense that in previous generations music was sometimes seen as like a way to bring happiness and it was supposed to be positive and yeah. like sad songs like obviously they existed mm-hmm. but hmm, it's kind of I cool mean, i take it as us being more in touch with our emotional side yeah but i like it yeah but it was also funny because dance music was also in our top five favorite whatever it was weird but like also international music like bts mm. is Ooh, spanish music i'm sure yeah spanish music oh yeah i didn't put bad bunny down there he was on there i think mm. i just forgot to write it down but yeah international music and then like i said earlier we discover like a lot of our music from like online and stuff yeah um but i was wondering who <laughs> like I guess in high school or like younger, whatever you can remember, like yeah. who was your, I could say who was your like Olivia Rodrigo, but if you don't have one, like yeah. who was your like musical influences, like who did you listen to? Oh, okay. Well, in general, who I listen to, I mean, I like, I just like pop music, but like if I'm thinking teenage angst, like what I did yeah. when I was like wanting to punch a wo- no, I'm not a white boy, but like <laughs> when I was wanting to like scream at my parents and like I don't know something like that the music I would listen to um I think I would say so 21 Pilots I like their music a lot um Mm. like Trench and Blurry Face Mm. and then actually Post Malone I found him very also he has he kind of has rock vibes yeah but um I felt I liked his stuff um I also like Juice World I I cried when he died which I was a little I don't know I was like embarrassed that I was crying so hard about Juice I mean, it was sad though I feel yeah. like Evan was hit pretty hard by that yeah I just didn't know I like related so much to him I just really I'm a fan of like emo rap and like I don't know I just really liked his vibes and he was very in touch with his emotions mm-hmm. um I also like a Khalid who he's not like teen angst but he did kind of like touch on those teen themes mm-hmm. um but those were in like I'm trying to think rock Imagine Dragons is the only like rock that I can think of that I really related to. Mm-hmm. But those would be my, like, teenage angst mm-hmm. over years. I feel like... Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say about Khalid. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like he just gives, like, nostalgic vibes. Yeah. And that's why he, like... I don't know. It's, like, not even, like, teen, but just, like... I don't know. Something about, yeah. like, his music. But... He's a little teeny, though. Like, when you think, like, young, dumb, and broke. Like, he's, yeah. like, young, yeah. dumb, broke high school kids. Or, like, his literate song was... Or the album was called American yeah. Teen. And, like... <laughs> He, he definitely touched on it, but it wasn't as angsty. It was more just, like, what it's like to be a teenager. Definitely. So mine, in terms of, like, teen angst, I did listen to Avril Lavigne and Paramore. Um, I wasn't, like, hardcore Paramore because I, like, most of my favorite songs from Paramore are, like, the ones that were, like, pretty big hits. Mm. But, like, I still, I listened to them. And then Demi Lovato. Can you call it rock? She, it was pretty rock. Like, which, which album? Which like, album? Remember December. What was, a, what was the song on it that was big? Well, the song was, there was a song called Remember December. Oh. But like, Get Back. 
The what? only thing I can think of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The only thing I can think of is skyscraper. That was like what? <laughs> oh my god! I'm not a La La Land. I'm not a Demi what? fan like you. You don't know Bala. I'm not a Demi I fan. I don't have to be a Demi fan. That song was a classic. If you hear it, I'm sure I've heard it. But oh my god. I'm actually just in shock. Okay. Sorry. The judgment. Train wreck. You sound like a millennial. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> train wreck. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna keep naming songs, <laughs> but and then like Miley Cyrus and her rock face, too. Yeah, yeah, like, she had a good one. Yeah, she did, and that's like probably what I would listen to for like teen angst type stuff. But like other stuff, I don't even, I used to listen to like a lot of oh, also Panic at the Disco. Oh. Although I'm pretty sure Brandon Fury is facing some charges right now for what I'm pretty sure he has allegations against him. For sexual assault? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How disappointing. Yeah. Why can't anyone just be good? But like, yeah, I used to like their music too. Uh, also racism and transphobia? Oh. I didn't know about that. Hey, Didn't he do a song with Taylor Swift that was supposed to be promoting? Whatever. I'm. It's just a disappointment. Yeah. But yeah, that they were also like kind of rocky. Like, mm-hmm. um... Death of a Bachelor and I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Is that what it's called? It has a weird name. I don't know. I, I didn't You might know it if you hear it. Maybe. Yeah. Also, I just didn't get into music like really hardcore until high school. Like mm. I listened to it in middle school. So like I feel like some of those touch points aren't there for me. <laughs> some of that was high school for me. It was? Though. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's what I would probably listen to in terms of my like teen angst and stuff yeah. like that. And then like I would listen to like slower songs, but I really used to love Demi Lovato. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't forget like songs like that. Really? Yeah, like sad songs when I like was getting over a crush or something. And then yeah, I'm trying to think of like for some reason I can't remember that much what I used to listen to in high school. And I'm just thinking about college, which um, I feel like it's like a different experience. Yeah, definitely different. I I can think of high school. I can't think of middle school at all. I don't know what else. Like I didn't really have like. Maybe One Direction, but I never had like a boy yeah. band phase until now. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I had it late. Yeah. I did have. One. I was obsessed with One Direction, but not nearly as I. Yeah, we're BTS fans yeah. here, so like if Army, you're not, yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> if you're not. Okay, I was and, not. I, <laughs> I was gonna say stop listening, but that's not true. We're just gonna convert just a, you, a, so you join yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, we're yes. gonna convert you. But we are we are army mm-hmm. for life, but like in, I was <laughs> no, but actually, <laughs> but like I was like a one D fan, and I used to love them. Like this is just another level. Like yeah, but anyway, this is not yeah. that's not what we're talking about. I was gonna say, oh, other stuff I would listen. I would listen to just like more like R and B, and I was uh. obsessed. Obsessed with Motown, like obsessed. Motown. I love Motown. Motown in middle school. <laughs> no, no, Motown was high school. Okay. <laughs> just can't even imagine no, it was that. Was high school, but I loved Motown. Wow, it's so good. Mm. And just like R and B type stuff, like Nelly and like okay. Kelly Rowland and like Destiny's Child. Like, okay, that's yeah. like a lot Those of stuff good. I used to love listen to when mm. I was like younger. Yeah, I associate that with my mom. She would play that a lot. Mm-hmm. And you know another person, Adele. I I was listen. I don't think any of us could relate to the thing she was talking about no, in her song. No. But I would sing "Set Fire to the Rain." Yeah. I would sing it and "Rolling in the Deep." Like she she was my girl. I really needed to come out with another album. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Adele, but yeah, Adele too. And also Lady Gaga. I would oh. like I would like go into the trenches to find the weirdest songs. <laughs> I, there's this one song. Oh my gosh, what is it called? It's like. It's so inappropriate, and I shouldn't have been singing it. I can't. I don't want to sing it, but it's like, why not sing it? It's like, let's have some fun this. Oh, disco yeah, stick. That's what it's right. called. Or yeah, let's have some fun on your disco stick. And I was like, I was so into that song for some weird. Oh, sorry, I'm just having flashbacks. <laughs> Kesha. Oh, Kesha. Kesha. Oh, it's love game. Love game. Yeah, that one. Kesha. Mm-hmm. I forgot. About Kesha, yeah. I don't. I'm she was going through a lot at that time, yeah. So, like, it's hard to jam as much, yeah. It is, but like during the time that was all her songs, oh, wow. I was jamming out. I was also into 
Like D I N O S H U R A Dinosaur. That was Kesha? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't listen. My parents wouldn't let me listen to all of Kesha's songs. Really? Because like she just sang about like drugs yeah, and drinking. I don't know why I was listening to them, but like mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, this has been going back I down memory lane. Wow, I almost <laughs> forgot. Ugh. You know what? We should make on our website, we should have a page where people can post different things that they like jammed out to back in the day. That'd be fun. Maybe we'll, we'll let you guys know on our next episode if we created a space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Um, <laughs> do it. So to end, I, I. Can you stop? I was. I took this BuzzFeed quiz and I it was like on whether I just thought it would be fun to compare. But I hate BuzzFeed. I just want to make that known because I think their questions are stupid. <laughs> so to give context, we had paused because we just wanted to like talk about something. And then she, she had mentioned that she had taken a BuzzFeed quiz and like she was going to bring up something about it. And I was in shock because one of the comments on that TikTok feed we were talking about earlier, the comment section, <laughs> they were like, um, all Gen Z or all millennials do is do um, talk about how their BuzzFeed knows their favorite wine, <laughs> which is, I swear I don't take BuzzFeed quizzes. I just did it this one time. I thought it would be, oh, uh, I, I mean, don't take them. Honestly, not to, to relate a little bit to you, I did use Buzz, BuzzFeed. Like, I thought it was many yeah, years ago. But, like, I just don't talk about it anymore like they do. <laughs> I don't talk about it. I just made a mistake. That is... I'm not a millennial. Don't ever disrespect You're not. Me. But it was just really funny that you brought up BuzzFeed. Because, All right. Like, well, thank you for listening today. So what, what was the quiz? What, what was in the quiz? I don't even want to take quiz on it. It was just whether you're a millennial or a Gen Z. <laughs> that is Millennial thing I've ever heard in my okay, life. Okay, so thank you what so was your, much. What was your for, thank you so please, much for listening to Here's the Thing today. Please, please. What was your results? Did you get millennial? No. Okay. Oh, that's fine. What'd you get? Cusper? Thank you for listening. No, please tell me what you got. They want to know. Here's the thing. I'm Teresa. Are we going to have to fight on this podcast? What were your results? <laughs> you got <laughs> Thank you for listening to here today. We are so glad you could tune into our episode today. Have a great one. I'm Teresa. She got millennial. She got millennial. Should I take it? Yeah, actually. Okay, can you send it to me? Sure. Or is it in the our drive? Do you want to just do it on my computer? Okay, yeah. We're going to pause it real quick. I'm going to take this and then we'll come back. So it'll be like seconds in your time, but a couple minutes for us. Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> so she, first off, first off, let me just say this quiz was all about music, which I think is very specific. And when, when we were doing it, I was like, all of these feel old. Like, they just didn't feel as relatable. And then I we got to the end and I got Gen X. Literally Gen X. That's the, If you don't know, that's the one like after millennial. So like, that's like oh, my yeah. parents' generation. And then after that, it's like boomers or something. Yeah. That's embarrassing. But then we scrolled up and the, the quiz is millennials versus Gen X. That was my fault. So, and the quiz itself was so millennial. They had like us pick pictures of Andre 3000. Like that's going <laughs> to tell us anything about anything. I hate BuzzFeed. It was but, just clear a millennial made this quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I got Gen X. That's embarrassing. Can yeah, we try to find one for Gen Z? On BuzzFeed still? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really gen x if this was quiz was like gen z millennial or gen x i would be really embarrassed but i also just didn't know i don't know the names of old songs okay so teresa's gonna find another quiz and we're gonna take it and come back to you and hopefully we can proudly say we both got gen z okay so we're back again we took a quiz and it was whether you are a millennial or you're a gen z cusper so perfect for us we haven't shared our results with each other um Teresa looks nervous but i got gen z and i could tell when i was clicking through it i was like like some of the questions i'm trying to pick for the jojo one i said jojo siwa yeah and because some of it was like the questions were um 
did you ever rank your top eight on MySpace? And I was like, I didn't even have MySpace, so I knew it was going to say I was Gen Z, but... <laughs> Some of them are weird, because, like, I did have a MySpace, but I was late, because, like, I wasn't allowed to have one. Yeah. But, like, I would have, like, if my parents had, like, mm. let me. Unfortunately, but these questions are stupid, so... Yeah, the questions are dumb. It's BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also just... I could just tell. They were so biased. I feel like they you could were. easily... It was, like, two extremes. Yeah. They were like, what mil- What do you think of when you hear the word Millie? Millie Bobby Brown or a Millie by Lil Wayne? Like, like of what? course people are gonna... Like, okay, I-, I actually said a Millie, but, like, they were just like... Oh, you did? Yeah. I said Millie Bobby Brown. Well, that's why we got different results. Yeah. It's just, like... It's just weird, and there's only two options, and it's just not accurate. Yeah. So. There's BuzzFeed for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the fact that you went on BuzzFeed, I would have never thought to click BuzzFeed, ever. I didn't, I was going to do a regular quiz. Yeah, they like, have other ones. But, like, the websites were, like, a little sketchy, so I was um, like, whatever, I'll just do BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Well, this is, I hope everyone's enjoyed us going down memory lane. Yeah, <laughs> I was fun recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't listened to Olivia Rodrigo's album, I say mm. listen to it. It's actually, it's really good. Mm. Um, it's it's not often where I get an album where I like all the songs and like listen to them like consistently. And I did that with hers. Mm. So yeah, it's a great album. So listen to it if you are into teen angst, even if you're not. It's a good trip down memory lane. Exactly. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to all of this. If you made it all the way through. <laughs> yeah. And we will see you next time. I'm Teresa. I'm a kid. Bye.